Welcome to the Sales Acceleration Show, where we talk about the science of selling across the areas of demand generation, sales, and sales operation. This show is about doing. We focus on real problems, real solutions with real people, all dedicated to accelerating sales. I'm Gabe Larson. And I'm Steve Error. Let's dive in. I love that music. I love that. I do. I love it, man. It's me in the mood. Welcome to the Sales Acceleration Show, you guys. We've got a fantastic guest today. We've got Shay Stringert. Shay, how the heck are you? Um, I'm doing well, Gabe. How about yourself? Hey, fantastic. Appreciate you taking the time to jump on. Want to get into a cool topic around creating a culture of performance. But before we do, thought maybe you could introduce yourself, your title, um, you got a pretty cool title, and um, also the company the company you're working with. Yeah, uh, so Chase Stringer, I'm a senior director of platform sales and sales services uh, at AdRoll. Uh, AdRoll, we're the, the global leader of performance marketing. Uh, we have over 25,000 clients globally, spanning uh, all verticals and regions, uh, as well as SMB to uh, enterprise-level clients. Yeah, the thing I think that's cool, Steve, about Shay and what they do over there is they've got that real... They do the whole gamut. They do the SMB. They take it all the way up to the enterprise. And so it makes things more complicated because you're talking about different motions and different models. Mm-hmm. They've got a, you've got an EMEA group, um, right, Shay? You, you, I mean, it's global. Yep, yeah. We, uh, it makes, it's a pretty complex uh, business that we run. You know, we have all the different regions. We have all the different levels of clients. We have all the different verticals. And so building strategy around how we go to market uh, is, is a complex problem. But it's fun. Yeah, I bet. So if you don't mind me asking, how big is kind of the, the sales development world that you're playing in? Yeah, we have we have about 30 to 35 uh, SDRs globally um, at the moment, uh, looking to, to invest heavily in that over the next uh, coming quarters and months. Um, it's been an interesting realization for us to, uh, to see where we should spend our investment, whether that be in sales reps uh, or SDRs or AEs. And so uh, excited about uh, talking about that with you. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait to dive into that. But before we do, I got to put you on the spot. Uh, <laughs> give me, <laughs> if you're ready or not. Um, yeah, give me you something yeah, unique to you. Is there something that kind of would help us get to know Shay a little better? Yeah, good. Uh, Good question. Uh, I've been racking my brain on this a bit, but uh, I think one of the, the funnier, more quirky things about me, uh, I like to say I'm a bit of a, a walking dichotomy. So uh, personally at home, I drive around a big Silverado four-door truck, uh, you know, sort of this, this big aggressive vehicle. Uh, but the dichotomy of it is I have a nine-pound white fluffy dog uh, <laughs> uh, smiling. And so people kind of look at me cross-eyed when I'm driving around in my big truck with my small dog. You're like the guy who drives around with uh, uh, the big Harley, you know, with the big uh, uh, ape hanger yep. handlebars with a little poodle on his lap. That's that's me right there. <laughs> I no love the visual. Yeah, you've got this big old, uh, you got the big Silverado and tinted windows. You got the the, the scruff going, the the sunglasses. You roll down the window and you get this you get this little mini Chihuahua, right? Especially when you when you visualize that in the San Francisco hipster tech scene. Oh my goodness! Yeah, how do you even? I mean, are you living downtown? How, you can't get around town with the Silverado. No, no, I I live outside the city just a little bit. Uh, it doesn't really fit in the city, to be honest. Yeah, I can't imagine. I don't think smart cars really fit in that city anymore. <laughs> exactly. Dude, it's a mess. Well, well, let's shift and, and get into the topic at hand. So, 
a um, lot of growth over there at AdRoll. Want to talk about how how you've been able to navigate some of that, specifically thinking of this sales development and creating this kind of culture of performance. And as you and I talked offline, some of the things that have really played a big role in that have been one, um, kind of this concept of understanding the right way to hire, uh, two, you know, thinking through more of a training program, and then three, also the tools and technologies. And so I'd love to, to walk through these and hear how you've kind of been able to navigate the waters on each of those. So maybe we'll start with hiring. How have you been able to successfully grow the team to where it is today? Yeah, absolutely. Great question. So, uh, you know, one of the things I was lucky enough to to be hired in and, and sort of given leadership of the program when it was already scaled out pretty significantly. So our, our sales leaders were uh, were running the program previously before I took over. So we had a good uh, SDR program sort of ramped up already. Um, but the interesting thing that we we did when I when I handed when it was handed over to me was uh, just trying to understand all right who are we hiring what's the profile you know who has been a successful SDR who hasn't you know what are we looking for is is our SDR our bench is it just a core role that we want to hire specifically for and just trying to evaluate what we were trying to get out of the program um, and one of the things we realized was some of our best sales reps who moved into just a hunting role came from the SDR program. Hmm. But some of the some of the challenges we had with with the SDR program is a lot of folks, you know, really want to get into the tech scene. You know, San Francisco, it's a really big, uh, you know, career move for some folks, and they look at the SDR role as an entry level role. Um, and so we would have some SDRs who wanted to come in um, and work that role, but then maybe go to marketing or maybe go to to product, which makes perfect sense. But from a sales perspective, when we're looking at that as a as our bench, we really wanted folks who uh, wanted to get into sales. And so we got together as a leadership group and sort of reformatted uh, who we were looking to hire. Um, and so we landed in this this spot of you know we want people who have some client facing experience already, who aren't afraid to talk to customers, but most importantly, answer the question of you know do you want to get into sales. Um, we sort of re th rethought our strategy of the SDR program to be, uh, you know, it absolutely is a role and you have targets and you have quotas that you have to hit and, and it's a program that you have to move through and, and graduate from. But the idea is, you know, to work, uh, to work in sales at AdRoll if, if you don't have a lot of uh, tech sales experience, this is just the program you go through to get into sales. And so we hired folks who are really interested in getting into sales but just need a little bit of time training and learning and developing before getting there. So it's kind of the the farm team, if you will, for 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 the sales team, rather than kind of just the the foot in the door for the company as a whole. Exactly. Yeah. And that's pretty well established. Then it, I mean, it sounds like it's not because I think Steve, the problem you get with a lot of companies is I, I think that concept of a having sales development come in and then move into sales. I probably think a lot of organizations would get behind it, but I don't know if people have any structure behind it. And it sounds like, Steve, uh, Shay, you've been able to, to actually put maybe some, some clear boundaries, some expectations so that people know this is what's going to happen and these are the milestones, achievements, and benchmarks you've got to achieve in order to get to kind of that next step. Yeah, uh, that's exactly right. So we, you know, we, we were hiring really, really smart people. Uh, in the beginning, and we realized not only do we need to hire really smart people, we want to hire people who want to get into sales and make sales their career. Um, and so what we did was was sort of rebrand, re if you will, our SDR program, and, and we're sort of launching with this AdRoll Sales Academy concept, um, where 
you know, in order to get into Admiral Sales, like this is the program you go through. Again, if you if you don't have a lot of experience, uh, and we we make it a very performance based program where uh, you have different phases within within the SDR program um, in terms of specialization, which we can we can get into in a minute. Um, but essentially, uh, the combination of you have to hit certain performance milestones as well as hitting uh, certain training uh, milestones that get you to progress through the program, so that by the time you graduate out of our academy, uh, you're not only prepared and have all of the sales skills, product knowledge, market knowledge that you need, uh, but you're actually trained as well as our best sales reps that are in the sales org already. So there's no ramp once you move to sales. The idea is that the second you come out of the Admiral Sales Academy, you can go against our biggest competitors and effectively pitch against them. Did you have a hard time uh, kind of getting the, 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 the frontline sales leadership to buy into this idea? Because I, I have the... Just the feeling like they would feel like they're being limited on who they could they could go after and talk to. Was there any pushback on that at all? Yeah, you know, the, again, the the great thing for me was I, I came into the program when it was already pretty well established uh, and accepted. I think the the alignment between uh, you know myself uh, in the organization and you know frontline sales management um, was very much that you know how do we you know if, if the SDR organization is our bench, right? Uh, how do we enable our sales our, our sales development reps to be uh, trained in such a way that there isn't a training ramp once they get into sales. So they very much bought into early on the idea that if we hire people who want to move into sales and train them right, there's zero ramp that they need once they get into the uh, into the sales org. Um, and you know, there's there's of course uh, you know learning curves and and pain points throughout that process when you just when you initiate that because you know you have hiring needs that you have in the sales uh, sales org. Um, but we we sort of got through that and managed through it uh, just through hiring. Um, and are in a place now where, um, you know, if we need uh, a more junior level sales rep, we've all, we've, we've hired for that in, in the SDR or up front to prepare for any churn or, uh, or promotions within the sales team uh, to get ahead of it. So one of the things I'm curious about, and then we can move on maybe to training. I'm dying to hear a little bit about that, but um, is kind of the concept of, of allocation or, or capacity um, how have you figured out or played around with the right number of people to the right department, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah, great, great question. I mean, admittedly, this is this has been a, a really challenging thing to figure out because there's so many different ways that you can cut it. Uh, you know, you can you can look at the pipeline that you want to generate for your sales org. You can look at the number of activations that you want your sales org uh, to generate, and back into the number of opportunities that uh, that you need to generate from your SDR org. You can look at the overall market size. Uh, the lead volume from your marketing team. So there's all these different ways to, to cut and slice it. Um, and for us, what we did was just look at the hard numbers of, you know, how many SDRs do we have? How many opportunities are they generating? And then how many of those opportunities are actually turning into activations? And then even further out from that, you know, how long are they spending? How much are they spending? You know, are they adopting other products? What's the LTV of the client? Um, and so from, from our actual uh, revenue and activations needs, we backed into this is the number of uh, SDRs we're going to need to be able to hit those numbers, mm-hmm. yep. um, and, and you know every touch point through there we try and optimize and, and improve. Makes makes perfect sense. So if you were talking to a couple hundred sales leaders, um, thinking about hiring, what would be kind of the top takeaway or top lesson learned that you'd try to pass on? Thinking about hiring, yeah, I would say you know really zero in on you know what is what is the purpose of the SDR program that you're trying to achieve. Are you trying to create a bench of sales reps? Uh, is the purpose of the SCR org to limit uh, the time that your sales reps are actually spending hunting and, and looking for contacts? You know, for us, uh, you know, we hire really skilled, really senior 
sales reps. And the last thing I want somebody who's excellent at, you know, dialing and, and closing accounts uh, to be doing is spending time looking for a phone number and following up on emails just to get to an opportunity. Um, and so the, the big one for me is uh, hire the right people who want to get into that role fully knowing that they have to go through uh, a performance program to get there. Um, and you end up in a scenario where you have a farm system. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big I like fan. that a lot. I mean, I also like defining the purpose because it's just, I mean, I think when on one of our conversations before the show, you and I talked, it's, you know, you've just got different models of, of sales development. You got to be upfront and know what you're looking for. Are you running a transactional model? Are you running a strategic, an SMB versus an enterprise? Or are these guys going to be more like sales assistant? Or are they going to be high dial, kind of high volume people? I mean, to each their own, but you need to know your purpose in order to perform the way you want to perform. So, yeah. so aside, aside from sitting in the, in the being kind of on that farm team and wanting to go into sales, what are some of the, the, the characteristics that you look for in, in an SDR? Yeah, great question. So uh, one of the big ones for us is, you know, not only somebody who's articulate and, and, and comes from a, uh, a great background in terms of education, we look for that sort of spark. What is something that just jumps out to you uh, in a resume? Um, whether it be, you know, I've, I've played sports my whole life to say that uh, I'm, you know, I'm very, uh, I'm very motivated to go out and win, right? Um, is there something where, you know, I, I worked my way through college because I really wanted to get a college education, but it was difficult, so I just figured out how to do it. Do you have some sort of scrappiness nature about it? Um, and then we, when, we, when we interview folks, um, we're just looking, you know, are you, are you able to present yourself well? Are you able to articulate your points? Do you understand the sales process already to some extent? Um, and a big one for me is do you understand, you know, do you ask the right questions? Do you ask any questions? Are you trying to understand what it is that me as, a, as an SDR leader or my team uh, are trying to solve and then formulate what your, uh, your skill sets do to solve those challenges? So part of that sales process, do you, do you understand that? Um, and, you know, that's where you can start to, you can weed out people who are uh, looking to do uh, other programs or, or other, other uh, you know, routes in their career, which is obviously perfectly fine. But for us, we're really looking for, we want you to be a sales rep. Um, that's what we're hiring for. And so do you have what it takes to be really successful? Are you the best of the best? Yeah, got it. So let's jump, let's jump to point two here. Let's talk about this kind of academy or training program. You get people on board, you hire them correctly. How do you effectively then move them through that academy. I mean, how long do you typically, is your training program just forever or do you recommend <laughs> training programs or is it more of just an onboarding or how does that look? Yeah, great question. So at AdRoll, uh, you know, we have a, a very uh, strong belief in our value of, you know, if we invest in our people uh, as much as possible for their success, they'll invest uh, back into the company for a long period of time. And so we really value our, our culture uh, at AdRoll. Um, it's one of the things that uh, attracts a lot of people to our company. And so, I love that line. Have you heard that line? I love that line when people say, you know, you grow the people, they grow the company. Who, who's that attributed to? I know, I've heard it before. I've heard it a bunch of different places, but I, I, don't I, know. I love it. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Sorry. Keep going. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, you know, I think it's something that, that a lot of companies and a lot of people say is a sort of tagline. That's true. Yeah. It's a little cliche. That's really, really even it. Right. And I think that's something that AdRoll has really been able to do. Um, and, and me personally that I, I really believe in is, uh, Mean it. Mean what you say and, and yeah, it's back. A game to, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if you really can do it, that is because everybody can say it, but not not everybody can do it. Exactly. Um, you know, and for us, it's it's been a great uh, recruiting tool. So, you know, our our onboarding, our sales academy process is, uh, you know, we we already had a pretty good foundation where we taught our SDRs a lot about the product, uh, the the various different products that AdRoll has, as well as uh, the industry and the marketplace. Um, but an area of development for us when, when we came in was we're not spending enough time on the salesmanship skills. 
Um, so we taught you a lot about the company and how to succeed, but we didn't actually give you the skill set to just be a good salesperson. Um, mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. We're investing heavily now in um, in salesmanship skills. We do book clubs. You know, we 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 follow your blog and we have them. You know, do presentations on on white on what white papers you guys put out, um, as well as you know other folks out there that that talk about SDR best practices. Um, and so the big thing for us is we have a three phase program where in the first phase you're working uh, an inbound uh, type. Uh, approach where you know you're doing things just like one-on-one level training cold calling you know how do you write a good email how do you handle basic objections um you know what are our products how do you pitch them um and so you have to hit as again a certain performance milestones number of opportunities uh, as well as past certification trainings um and then we just do uh you know it gets more and more difficult and more and more complex through the next couple of phases um you know to the point where you're you're able to pitch our biggest competitor you have all of the skill sets to be a great salesperson whether that be at ad role as an SDR at ad role as a salesperson uh when you promote um or even just in your whole career and so our philosophy is very much you know we want to set you up for success here in your current role in your next role and beyond um and when we invest that heavily you know this is a we're talking you know a 9 to 12 month pretty intense training program where the first two months there's trainings every day uh, and then it's you know a couple times a week, um, and then uh, beyond that, it's it's more certification based. You know, we give you a, a buddy system. Uh, sales management actually comes in and runs some of these trainings. They're invested in developing the SDRs, um, and so there's a there's a lot of time and energy and investment that goes into our development program. But what we found is that when you do that, not not only do the SDRs that you hire become very successful in their SDR role, but also their sales role. But People catch word of this, uh, and you find that the really talented uh, potential SDRs come to you because that—that's what they're looking for. You know, I think you guys probably know this just as much as we as we do. We talk to many, many, you know, hundreds of candidates, uh, you know, every month and every year. The one thing they're looking for is I just want some place that's going to invest in my success. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. just be thrown into the deep end and expect to be, you know, successful. Um, and so we've we've had a lot of great uh, great success with, with our training program. You know, I've worked for a couple different companies uh, in my career, and I've worked for companies who their training program consists of a rah-rah session (laughs) of look at this company, look at the history, look how great we are, and then good luck, figure out your job. Uh, And then I had a company I worked for the first year I spent nine months in training. And uh, um, it seems excessive. Uh, It was financial services, so you were learning, like, everything. They were were teaching you this is what a stock is, right, from from ground up. But I found that those companies – you know, nine months is a little bit, you know, long for full-time training. But I found that people didn't leave that company. People spent their entire, even now, spent their entire career there because uh, they had felt invested in it. And there was continued training ongoing uh, yep. as you went further and, and things changed. And I think there's a lot to a lot to that. What's what's the, the time frame? I might have missed it if, if, you, if you mentioned it. I apologize. But what's the time yeah, no. frame for your academy? For for our academy, it's any you know it's anywhere from uh, from nine to to you know more than a year. But the thing that I love about our approach is that we actually don't think about it in terms of a specific time frame. So you know you always get that question: How long until I'm promoted into a sales org, <laughs> a sales rep? And you know that's that's our our favorite question as, as sales leaders. Um, for us, it's all about performance. And so awesome. if, if you can if you can hit your targets and you can certify out of the, the training programs without having to go through the training, then you can advance as fast as you're capable. So we're able to actually attract folks that have a little bit more sales experience who come in and say, I, I, you know, I, I already know some of this stuff. And we say, great, here's our, here's our certification program. You know, take the quizzes or take the pitch tests. 
um, you know, to do the mock calls and, and prove it, and we'll move you through as quick as you can go and straight into sales. It's like uh, clep tests. You ever take clep tests in college? No. It's like you could go and uh, <clears throat> I, I, I speak another language, and so I went and I sat down for a test. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you can test out. And then, you, right. you know, it's like 16 bucks, and you pay you, you buy the credit after. It's the same idea. You come in to, to add roll. Yeah, I know how to pitch. All right, well, let's hear it. Right. All right, yeah, good, so check, you, done, yeah. you did it. Or, okay, I know you think you know how to pitch, but let's teach you. Yeah, you pass out of it. Hey, I've got two questions, two quick follow-ups on this. One is um, ramp time. I mean, have you felt like through kind of this structured approach, you've been able to kind of carve out at that, get that down a little bit more? Absolutely. I mean, the, the heavy investment in training and, you know, cold calling development and sales pitch and sales methodology um, – once we started investing in that more, all of a sudden we start to see our opportunity volume per month start to rise, um, and we start to see our, our folks' ability to, you know, handle our complex pitches, you know, our competitor uh, ejection handling um, happen much sooner. Um, and so, you know, whereas before you'd go through a 12-month program in the SDR, and then you'd need extensive training within the sales org, um, and you know, a, probably a six-month period to get really effective there, we've condensed that time pretty significantly by doing this heavy investment in training up front. Yeah, got it. What about how fast are you actually getting people on the phone? I mean, are you getting people on the phone fairly quickly or do you keep them once they're very first hired? Do you keep them away for that for a little while? Yeah, we get we get them on the phone within two weeks. Um, you know, and the reason for that is uh, we start them on our inbound desk. Um, and so all of the leads that are coming in, you know, these are folks that are always showing interest in our products and our company. And so the conversation is a little less complex. Um, and so we allow them to sort of shake the uh, shake the cobwebs off or shake the nerves out. Um, we also hire for people who, you know, we say in the interview process, like, listen, you're going to be expected to do a certain number of cold calls uh, and, and dialing um, very soon. Are you comfortable with that? Um, you know, we have them do presentations to, to prove that they're comfortable doing that. And so, you know, everybody who comes into our program basically expects to, to jump on the calls pretty quickly. Yeah, I love it, man. Let's, uh, let's jump to the next one. Yeah, let's talk about culture, cult, cult, like the, the overall culture um, that you try to foster over there. Yeah, it's a that's a great question. I, you know, this is another one of those things where I think a lot of companies, you know, and a lot of folks try and talk about. We have a great culture, and you should, you know, you should come work here for our culture. But unless you, unless you have top down and bottoms up full belief in that, and you hire for your culture, um, you know, it, it can kind of become a cliche as well. Um, you know, one of the things that I cherish about about Adroll and, and working in in this industry is. Uh, the culture we've developed is really about teamwork. Um, and so, you know, a lot of people talk about having this sort of family atmosphere. And at AdRoll, we talk about, you know, we're actually a sports team. We all love each other and we all want to go out and have fun. But at the end of the day, if we're not all playing the top of our game, we're not going to win the game. Um, and so how can we work together to help each other develop? You know, we're not a shark tank. Uh, you know, we do um, trainings all together. Our SDRs mock pitch to each other. They go talk to, you know, more senior SDRs or people who have graduated to say, you know, what did you do to be successful? Um, and we really sort of uh, enforce that behavior to ensure that everybody, you know, rising tide raises all ships, if you will. Right? It's uh, amazing how much that, that type of behavior really helps the, the team. We, we took all our SDRs. We call them BDRs around here. But we, we, we took all those guys along with all of our, our sales guys we put them in a room. We had an, uh, <clears throat> a sales team pitch contest yep. uh, this week, nice. and it was fun to see these these new guys give some of these professionals a run for their money. Awesome! You yeah. know, I was so proud to see some of my guys really, really push these guys who had a little bit of swagger in them because you know they closed some big deals. Yeah, and uh, you know, let them know that there's some up and comers coming that are going to 
Yeah, it's great, man. If you can, <laughs> if you can put a, push a culture like that, I think that openness always helps. Let, let, let's jump a little bit into tools. Um, you mentioned that as another key area that you believe kind of helps create that performance culture. What has been some of your experiences around systemization and tooling the SDR organization? Yeah, uh, that's a, another big one for me. I mean, if you know, the, the short sentence on that is if you don't have tools and, you know, uh, systems that help uh, improve the efficiencies of your of your SDR org, uh, you got to do it immediately. Um, there is so much time wasted of, you know, does this person have the, the phone number? Are they the right contact? Where is the lead coming in? When did they follow up with me? What is my cadence? Like, is it working? You know, an SDR can waste half their day just looking into these sort of things. And so, for me, and it's and it's no fault of their own, right? If you don't if you don't give them the tools and the systems to be efficient um, in focusing on the behaviors and the activities that are actually going to get them to succeed, then they're you know it's it's such a distraction. You know, you go to LinkedIn to look up a profile and you know what's their title and oh you know here's my friend doing this. Then you're on Facebook and you know, all of a sudden it's lunchtime and. Uh, you know, and then there's you as the sales leader going, oh, my goodness, you've only done two dials and it's, you know, one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know, I've I've probably shadowed now at least a couple thousand sales reps, a lot of sales development reps. You know, I'm kind of a, a real stickler for um, optimizing process. I think you and I've talked about that. But yeah, with social selling in particular, you know, sometimes it's like man. you pop online. It could be a Pandora's box. Oh, if you don't man, have the you know, it's it. like. I'm sitting behind some of these guys watching them and, and you know they don't know I'm there sometimes and just like you say it's like I gotta find this guy on LinkedIn what's that over there oh yeah you know next thing you know it's like 15 20 minutes later it's like what was I doing so yeah I mean if you can't bring that together in an effective way you're probably losing some efficiency to your yeah, point absolutely if you know if you can if you can end up in a place where an SDR uses um, you know one maybe two screens to make all of their dials to manage all of their emails to manage the cadence, you know, you know, when did I last email this person? When was the last phone call? What did I say? You know, what's the next thing I should say? Um, you know, I know this is a, a lot of what you guys do at Inside Sales um, is, is help assisting some of that sort of stuff, but uh, it's absolutely paramount. I mean, the, the moment you end up with, you know, five different Excel spreadsheets with notes that aren't up to date, uh, trying to understand when you said, you know, what you said, when you said it, and, and who you've reached out to, uh, it's just too much to manage for, for somebody who's a little more junior in their career and, and doesn't have that time management. Uh, you know, skill set yet. Yeah, that definitely yeah, learn frankly, skill. Even more senior in your career, I have trouble with this. If I don't have, <laughs> I died there. Yeah, I do check Facebook and LinkedIn a couple times a day. I won't lie. So, yep, yep. Uh, well, Shay, really appreciate it, man. Talking about creating an awesome culture, that concept of hiring, training, and then really kind of topping it off with some great tools and systemization. Um, appreciate you being on the show. Appreciate you talking to us about kind of getting there and how you guys have done it over there at Admiral and certainly wish you the best as you continue the journey. Yeah, I, I very much appreciate it. Thanks for the time to be here. It's, it's been fun. Where, uh, where can people, if, if they uh, want some more information about you guys or you in particular or got questions, can they reach out to you on LinkedIn or yeah. what's the best way? Absolutely. I'm a, I'm a big fan and big believer in networking. You can reach me out uh, on LinkedIn. Happy to help. Great, great. Well, go ahead and uh, uh, please listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Um, subscribe and leave reviews all over the place so we can see uh, what you like. Uh, if you have any questions or, or suggestions, um, you want to be a guest on the show or, or just want to say hi to Gabe, uh, shoot an email to podcast at insidesales.com, um, and that'll go to, that goes to both of us, and we, we, we watch that. 
Um, uh, you can follow us on Twitter uh, at Gabe Larson. Uh, that's S E N. And at Steve Error, E R O R. And you can also find us uh, both on LinkedIn. And, uh, you know, we appreciate it, Shay. Uh, look, uh, look forward to talking to you again. And uh, let's get at it. Yeah.